Welcome back to Travels with Alicia. In this episode, I'll cover Midtown Manhattan. So Midtown Manhattan is just below Central Park. It'll run from 59th Street all the way down to 14th Street. If you start at Columbus Circle, which is the entrance to Central Park, and that's 59th Street, you can walk on Broadway all the way to 14th Street, and it would take about an hour. If you do this walk, you would pass through Herald Square on 34th Street and Madison Square Park on 23rd Street, and you would end up on Union Square Park on 14th. So these are some of the landmarks if you were going to walk through Midtown Manhattan. And it gives you a perspective on the size. I mean, it's an hour just to walk around Midtown Manhattan from top to bottom. Midtown is the largest business center in the whole country. Some people think of the financial district as the business hub. And it is true that the stock exchange is there. But the business center and the headquarters for most of our banks, insurance companies, pharma, and the whole entertainment industry is in Midtown Manhattan. It's also a major hub for biotech. In Midtown, there's the Diamond District, and to this day, a significant number of diamonds in the U.S. will pass through this area. And the Diamond District is around 47th Street between 5th and 6th Avenue. So you can, that's a very interesting area to, to observe. And why am I telling you all of this? Because it can really impact the cost of hotels and restaurants. Midtown is very expensive. I was in New York City for two days earlier this week for my birthday, and my daughter and I said, let's stay in Midtown Manhattan. We chose the M Social Hotel on 52nd Street, and it was a great choice. The hotel lobby is on the seventh floor, and on the same floor is a very large open communal area where you can watch TV, play games, and there is a large restaurant bar with an amazing outdoor area and if you go outside you can actually look above and see Times Square from above. It's a perfect place for pictures and it's not very crowded. So even if you're not staying at the hotel you could definitely go up there and have a drink and go outside and get some really amazing pictures. Another thing is it was really close about two to three blocks from a new eating hall. It was called Urban Hawker, and that it was a Singapore Hawker Center. It was so amazing and good. If you're a fan of Anthony Bourdain, he always had a dream of opening a Singapore Hawker Center in New York City. He actually wanted to do it in Lower Manhattan, out on one of the large piers and make a very large Singapore Hawker Center. So this is not as large as that, but I will tell you, it was wonderful. We ordered Singapore rice, like a fried rice dish, and it included things like ground pork and dried shrimp and all these things that I thought my daughter might not like. And it was so good. It didn't even need soy sauce. It was that good. They also have chili crabs. And so if you're someone who's been to Singapore and tried chili crabs, it's their famous dish, which is a basically giant crabs that you crack with chili sauce all over them and they have them there for like $60 a person so if you're craving it it's much cheaper than a a trip to Singapore 
So where else have I stayed in Midtown Manhattan? I've stayed at the Citizen M, which I've talked about in many of my episodes um, of New York and other places. There's a Citizen M in Times Square, and I did stay there and love it. Lately, it's been well over $300, so I've kind of um, not stayed there recently. But there are gorgeous high-end hotels in Midtown Manhattan. There's the Peninsula, which is just well-known for luxury. There's the Ritz-Carlton, which has a spa and an indoor pool. And a lot of times, I am definitely looking for indoor pools. New York, usually I'm so busy, I don't have time to do that. But it's a great way to end your day and relax. And so if you can afford that, the Ritz-Carlton's a good choice. If you step down a little, like a notch, they have a W Hotel right in Times Square. I've stayed there when I was traveling for work, and I really liked it a lot. There's also a Catano, and I've stayed there with my sister when she was traveling for work. Um, this is the was the first Japanese hotel in all of New York City. She loves it. To me, it's very plain with small rooms, but, I mean, everyone likes something different. It's very elegant very simple in the Japanese style. But what what I really want to do on this episode is talk about all the things that you can do in Midtown Manhattan if you're traveling there. So I have about 20 and some great activities for you to do. I will run through them and try to give you just a little bit of color on them. So the first thing that everyone will do when they're in Midtown Manhattan is go to Times Square. It's known for billboards and neon lights, and it's even better at night. But I will give you just some advice to be very careful about scams. There are tons of people dressed up in great costumes that everyone wants to take pictures with. It's not a dollar or two. They might charge you $20 or $50 for a group picture. So just be very careful. It's very different anywhere else in the world. Like when I've taken pictures with characters, it's very expensive in Times Square. So just be aware of it. Also, there's monks that ask for money and they're not monks. So uh, another scam that's very popular in Times Square. Also, avoid all the crappy restaurants. This is just an area for you to walk through and just be amazed by the um, magnitude and unbelievable brightness of Times Square. If you do need to eat in the area, they now have a Lost Taco Number 1, which is a fantastic taco restaurant that's down in the lower Manhattan area that now opened a location in Midtown, right next to Times Square. So you can look that up if you're hungry. The second thing that people do is probably head to Broadway to see a show. And I have seen so many shows, which is a great thing to do, especially if it's raining in New York. If you have a rainy day, there's nothing better than going to a Broadway show. And and honestly, you don't need a rainy day to go. There's so many good shows. You can buy half-price tickets in Times Square. They have a ticket booth. But now you can also buy them online. So you can do either. I've seen a lot of shows such as Kinky Boots, Mamma Mia, Legally Blonde, Phantom of the Opera, and all of these. I saw these for under $100 with half-price tickets. I've also seen shows that I have spent a lot of money for. So my mom had bought tickets for our our 
exchange student Rex and our family to go to Wicked. And that was like 350 or $400 a ticket. We took my parents to see Hamilton. And that was very expensive. But these shows were fantastic. And it was well worth it. We really wanted to see these specific shows. So we didn't wait for half price tickets. And um, but anyway, there's there's so many choices that you have, whether you want to see a specific show, or you just want to take advantage of the half price tickets and catch whatever you can. So what else is there to do? I guess I would recommend everyone should go on Fifth Avenue. It's just a beautiful walk with fantastic shops such as Tiffany's and Saks Fifth Avenue, Burdolph Goodman, and also I forgot to mention the Plaza Hotel. I thought that mostly the Plaza Hotel had turned into condominiums, but there is part of it still left as a hotel and they have a a gorgeous restaurant in there. So if you're in the area, definitely walk in there. They do high tea and a lot of really exciting things that, you know, if you want to go and splurge and spend that money. So some other things to do in Midtown are go see Rockefeller Center. You can see in the area, like we were just there a couple days ago, they had the roller skating rink out and they had a skims on Kardashian, Kim Kardashian has skims. They had a skims pop-up, which was so popular. There's people everywhere and paparazzi taking pictures, but they also have top of the rock. You can go up right there at Rockefeller Center and get, go to the viewpoint and see all of Midtown Manhattan. And that's nice. Another thing to do would be Grand Central Station. And I honestly avoided this for years. I mean, I don't like train stations. They're usually gross. I mean, I had taken a train into Penn Station for decades, and I just couldn't wait to get out of it. But everyone told me Grand Central Station was so nice. You have to see it. So finally, my sister said, meet me there. We're going to go to Cipriani's and get champagne. And uh, I was just so shocked at how beautiful it was. And people actually go there that aren't even taking a train. They also have a very famous restaurant, the Grand Central Oyster Bar. And people will go there to eat, not, not even if they're going on a train or passing through there. So it's something worth seeing. They they have tours of it. You could take a tour of Grand Central Station. There's so much history. Another thing that I always do is walk by St. Patrick's Cathedral. You can, many times you'll be able to catch a gorgeous wedding. It's beautiful. You can walk inside. Almost always it's open. This time when we were there, it was draped in pink roses all over the entrance um, it, it was just gorgeous. And I don't know if they did that just to welcome tourists or if it was set up for someone's wedding, but it was beautiful. Other things to do in Midtown Manhattan are there's two areas. One is Koreatown. It's much smaller than Chinatown, but it has great food and it's where all the karaoke bars are. And it, it attracts a young, affluent crowd. It's around... 32nd Street and Madison Avenue, but it would be a fun place to go and just kind of witness all the excitement that's going on in Koreatown. Another area is Murray Hill, and this area is well known for Indian food. 
I had never in all my trips to New York been to Murray Hill. My daughter Athena and I, we both like Indian food, and she said, let's, let's give it a shot this time. So we took an Uber, actually, because it definitely was on the east side. Even though we were on 52nd Street, It was. they said it was going to be about a 45-minute walk. So we took an Uber down to Murray Hill, and we ate at the Bahati Grill. It was wonderful. Best butter chicken I've ever had. I had a glass of wine. We had. We definitely had two meals. The whole bill came to $60. So it's great value, and it was like one of the highest rated restaurants in Murray Hill. So if you want a good value and good food, and it was kind of nice because it was a residential area. We saw, you know, a lot of people who were definitely New Yorkers, not just tourists in this area. You can also see Carnegie Hall, which is famous for very high-end, you know, performances. And the Juilliard School is in Midtown. And so Athena and I actually, we were walking past the Juilliard School and we saw some kids come out with all their instruments and we went we went over to say, can we see it? And the security guard said, oh, we just closed down for the year. Like the kids are out of school because it's May, it's the end of May. And they were so kind. They took us in and were like, okay, we'll take you to the gift shop. We'll go through the back of the school you'll get to see everything and so I just felt they were very welcoming and if you have a child that's a great musician or uh, someone who's aspiring to be a great musician it might be worth just going by the Juilliard school it's very inspiring and it would probably be meaningful to someone who um, who has that kind of uh, talents and, and would appreciate it another thing to do is go to the United Nations headquarters in New York. I have not done this. We wanted to do this, but there were no tours available in all of May or June. This is obviously a lot more popular than I knew. They have something called the Women's Tour, where they talk about how important women have been in the history of the United Nations. And that tour was like $26, but it sold out for almost many months. So if you want to do something like that, just you'll need to plan it in advance. I'm just mentioning it. Also, how can I not mention the Empire State Building? Of course, that's in Midtown. Um, I did see that decades ago. It has a wonderful history to it, but I kind of enjoy seeing the Empire State Building from other locations because the building is beautiful and when you're in it you really don't get to see it as well as when you observe it from from another location so but obviously it's open late so one of the good things about the empire state building if you're there and you're trying to plan your trip it's one of the things you can do late at night i don't know exactly how late it's open but i think it's like 10 or 11 o'clock at night so that's very helpful Okay, the next thing I'm going to mention, you're probably going to think is strange, but I'm going to mention the Macy's flagship store. And I think it's around 34th Street. I'm trying to remember where exactly it is, but this store is so large. And Macy's is an, it's an iconic U.S. department store. It's nothing all that great, but the store in New York is completely different. It's like eight floors and it's a city block. You will see brand, like you will see from 
inexpensive clothes all the way up to brands that you would never find in a Macy's anywhere else in the U.S. So it has everything. It has high-end things that a Macy's normally wouldn't carry. And they have, I remember as a younger girl going with my mom to the shoe department. The shoe department is so overwhelming. They must have thousands and thousands of shoes. Um, There's actually shoes on more than one floor, but it's just, it's worth going to if you're taking a train out of Penn Station or somewhere. It's really close and it's a nice thing to stop in and see this. And there's probably 10 or 15 restaurants in Macy's. That's how big the store is. I can't not mention museums if we're talking about Midtown Manhattan. There is two that are 100% worth your money. One is MoMA, which is the Museum of Modern Art. They have a great restaurant, fantastic museum. And the other one is the Metropolitan Museum. I've been to other museums, and I just don't think they're worth the money. But these two... MoMA and the Metropolitan, you're guaranteed to to get your money's worth and be like, that was an amazing museum. So what are some of the other things you can do? Like, I'm going to mention, because New York is New York, you've got to, I mean, comedy, you got to see a comedy show. And one of them is the Broadway Comedy Club. That show, they have like three shows a night, and the later it gets, I guess, the more raunchy it gets. And I think the latest show, which is like 11 p.m., I think you might have to be 21. But there are shows you can take families to. And you know, there's so many comedians that basically were born from New York City. And so if you like comedy, definitely see a comedy show at night. There's also other things to do at night. There's bowling, like Bullmore is there. There's tons of rooftop bars. You can go to... The Ali's Hotel, they have a really cool um, rooftop. There's something also called Cloud Social. If you just look up the best rooftop bars in Midtown, you'll have at least five to ten that would be worthy to enjoy and get great views from. But if you're not the drinking type, there's also something else you can do. There's something called serendipities, and there have been there for probably 30 or 40 years, and they're well known for frozen hot chocolate. So on the tamer side, you can go to Serendipities and get a wonderful frozen hot chocolate and enjoy a New York institution, actually. It's been there that long. The next thing I'm going to talk about is probably my favorite thing, and this is what we did this past week. There is a relatively new viewpoint or rooftop or whatever you want to call it in New York City. It's called One Vanderbilt, the Summit. It's about 40 to $45 a person, but it is so worth it. I have never been a fan of going and spending a lot of money to go to a rooftop, but this one just caught my eye because it's kind of like an art exhibit. It's made of mirrors over several floors, so you're kind of like, you're on the 90-some floor, but you're also feeling like you're floating because it's mirrors everywhere for several floors, and you can look down, and they have, it's basically a walkthrough, like, it's almost like an attraction where you walk through, they have interactive areas where they have 
these silver balls that kind of are floating everywhere. It's just really, really well done. And I highly recommend it. If you are into picture taking or your children are, you will get Instagram worthy pictures at one Vanderbilt. And I went at night and I highly recommend night because the city lit up was unbelievably gorgeous. The other things you can do are be on the water. You can go on a circle line cruise. You can explore New York City by boat. You can also take just the New York City ferry from Hell's Kitchen. There's a pier right at, I think it's Pier 79 at 39th Street. You can take the ferry over to Hoboken, which is in New Jersey, and they have wonderful main street of shopping and restaurants so taking the ferry is fun taking the circle line cruise which takes you all around new york city is fun they also have the batu dinner cruises all these things can be done on the water from midtown manhattan lastly i'm going to mention two areas one is hudson yard which is in the lower end of midtown and hudson yard's is a massive entertainment complex. It has high-end restaurants, art galleries, and it also has The Edge, which is another, to me, probably the second best viewpoint in New York City. It is gorgeous. Again, I think it's 40 some dollars, but I think they're trying to compete with one Vanderbilt because I've never heard them do this before. They now have an exhibit at The Edge called blooms and it's a flower display where they have millions of flowers above and below and it becomes a beautiful way to see the city and take pictures at the same time and I think that's there maybe at least for a couple months and this is 2023 the summer of 2023 so again the bars being raised and the edge is uh taking the challenge and stepping up and doing something different so i would say check that out and also right there at hudson yards they have something called the vessel it kind of looks like a honeycomb it's an art structure you used to be able to walk up it unfortunately i lost count but they have had many people commit suicide and jump off the vessel. They've now closed it. No one can walk up it, but it is absolutely beautiful. People, it's a great backdrop and people take pictures around it. It's very tall. I don't re- remember how many floors it is, but when you're at Hudson Yards, some of the restaurants have really great views of it as well. So lastly, I'll mention one of my favorite things. If I'm ever going to go for a walk, and I think this crosses Midtown and Lower Manhattan. It's the High Line. So I have to mention it in both of my episodes, both Lower Manhattan and Midtown. It's a wonder, it's many kilometers. They keep expanding it. You can get on there, I think very close to Hudson Yards. And what it is, is it's about two stories raised. It's a train track that they've turned into an amazing park where you can walk for probably several miles at this point around New York City above the traffic and it's in a beautiful atmosphere. I highly recommend it as one of the best things to do in good weather. So I know I've covered a lot today but there's so much to do in Midtown Manhattan. I hope I've given you some great ideas of things to put on 
your agenda when you're planning your trip. Thanks so much and stay tuned for more Travels with Alicia.